When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi everyone, Samian here. This video isn't brought to you by any donations. If you want to suggest a topic, you can do so at the subscribe star and PayPal links down below. Also hit the like button to support this channel. Anyways, I found an article on Twitter called 45% of women are expected to be single and childless by 2030, per a recent projection. And so I thought I'd cover it. Here's what part of the article has to say, and I quote. Recent data predicts that 45% of women between the ages of 25 and 44 will be single and childless by the time 2030 rolls around. The number of single women in the United States is expected to rise by 1.2% every year. We're told by our culture that a woman who is unmarried and has no children is empowered and in charge of her own life. She has escaped the unnecessary burden of raising a family and being a slave to her husband. Sadly, many women have adopted the modern feminist lifestyle and have chosen to sleep around, abort their baby if they unexpectedly get pregnant, and swear off marriage. But these cultural trends are going to have a tremendous impact on the future of American society. In 2019, Morgan Stanley published an article outlining women's impact on the American economy. The number of prime working age women in the United States has been increasing steadily, and most of them are single and completely focused on their career. These women will continue to have greater representation in the workforce helping to boost wages. Economist Ellen Zenter explained, in the past, education or lower-paying occupational choices largely drove the pay gap. Today, motherhood is by far the largest contributor to the wage gap, since women who become mothers often choose to stop working or work fewer hours. But it looks like there'll be fewer and fewer mothers over the next couple of decades as women choose to commit themselves to work rather than to starting a family. Single women spend more than the average family household, especially when it comes to travel, nightlife, eating out, skincare, and beauty retail, shopping, etc. So, of course, economists will attempt to frame it in a positive light that nearly half of women are single and childless. It can only be good for the economy. However, if you are considering the negative impact this will have on greater society, the birth replacement rate is already trending below replacement. And surveys show that women who are unmarried and childless tend to struggle more with mental illness and feelings of self-confidence. Single, childless women may be buying more things at the mall and traveling to various American cities. But at what cost in the long run? The bedrock of any healthy society is a nuclear family, and it's sad to think that we will see fewer and fewer families in the near future, which of course means fewer children and happily married couples. Meanwhile, young women in their prime working years devote themselves to a career and a boss who doesn't truly care about them, have promiscuous sex that has a negative impact on their mental health, and miss out on the true lifelong fulfillment that comes with being a wife and mother, unquotes. Well, it looks like the tradcocks are out there in full force trying to convince women they should be having kids and getting married. Parts of this article are completely wrong, especially the part where they say that women in the workforce will boost wages. What money magic is that? A greater number of women in the workforce lowers wages because there are more people chasing the same jobs. That's good for employers and bad for employees. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Profit Specialist Group. 
Why let some woman use her points to fly her dog to Fiji first class? If you're a business owner, stop paying for your customers' reward points, bonus air miles, and cash back. Robert Rivera is a fellow MGTOW that helps businesses that take credit card payments get rid of those fees you pay to the bank. If you're accepting credit cards, he can save your company $6,000 or more annually on the fees. Watch the tutorial video or visit the Cash is King CC website. These sponsor links are in the description. Anyways, now back to investing in tourism, fast food, and makeup to profit off of single childless women clown world show. If you look at the stocks of many companies in the fields I just mentioned, especially those involved in tourism, and you've invested in them, then you would have lost money. Many like Expedia, TripAdvisor, and Cruise Lines have done horribly. Investing in retail spaces is also a terrible idea because half the malls in America are either dead or dying. Plus, most retail shopping is shifted online. I would invest in pet food companies. PetSmart would have been a great company because many of those single ladies usually have at least one cat. But they went private a while back and were growing at well over 10% a year on price before being bought out. I looked at pet stocks and found a juicy one in Canada that's continued rising even as the markets have gone down. That being PET.TO or Pet.TO or a company known as Pet Value. They have tons of stores and sell mostly pet food and no animals. I'll slowly start to dollar cost average into them over the next 6 to 12 months. In the last year and a half, it's gone from 25 bucks a share to almost 40 It's also a stable business because people aren't going to cut back on their pet food for Fido and Fifi or they're going to die. I could sit here and cry about women's dried up ovaries or I could be a pet pimp selling dried up kibble. It's my choice. It would also in theory make sense to invest in nursing homes but I haven't really had much luck making any money with those types of company shares. The publicly traded ones for some reason do terribly, while I know people who run private homes and they're flush with money. Fast food companies, on the other hand, would be a great idea, especially... What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ones like Cripotle. I used to like them until I found out all the stuff they put in their food. Besides food for females and their friendly pets, having 45% of women in the prime fertility age being single and childless is actually not a good thing for the economy. It means bringing in more unskilled third world labor to do the jobs that old geriatrics can't or won't do someday. It means a population pyramid that's eventually going to topple over like a game of gyno Jenga, made of tampons. The article is correct about motherhood contributing to the wage gap. So the wage gap will narrow and possibly close and so will women's wombs. In America, the fertility rate is now 1.78, which is still decent compared to the rest of the West, Eastern Europe, and East Asia. But let's assume a 1.25% decline each year going forward, and it'll be a 1.5 in no time. 
It's also not that good for the economy as less kids are being born. We can't maintain economic growth without a growing population. That's why places like Kanukistan have been letting in half a million new citizens in last year. If Western women choose not to reproduce, then we'll bring new people in from outside to replace the kids they aren't having. On top of that, their countries of origin have actually put up the upfront cost of educating those people and paying for part, if not all, of their upbringing. And then they leave as adults ready to work in Western countries. It also looks to me as though these male immigrants from India and the Republic of Who Gives a Frack don't want to marry these single women in the West. So the state imports mostly male workers that are looking for a better quality of life. They don't care if they find a Canadian wife. Once they are established, they go back to their home country of origin and find a woman from their own background. One of them will probably jump at the chance to be A in the West and B with a man that can support her. That's what happens. Meanwhile, the homegrown populations in places like America increasingly choose not to procreate. I've said it in previous videos that eventually the population crash must be stopped. The last possible point where it can be is when the population falls so low that the remaining people have to go and become subsistence farmers for survival. Once they do that, then it makes sense for them to have lots of children again, because they'll need them to help around the family homestead. In essence, you get your very own slave labor force that you pay in the currency of family and love. Other companies that will profit from 45% of the women staying single and childless are pharmaceutical companies with regards to antidepressants. But the problem with investing in those is you never know when they might actually be hit with a lawsuit or if their patents expire and they don't create a new drug to drive sales. So that's one of the reasons I don't invest in pharmaceuticals. It's usually pure speculation. It's really crazy because we know to invest in cat food, antidepressants, boxed wine in hotels, and resorts near fancy selfie spots. But it's difficult, if not impossible, to find a company that just does those things and nothing but, or even one of those things really well and profitably. Morgan Stanley is right that in some ways all those single women are going to be great for the economy, but it's a trend that's difficult to profit from. I'll pay close attention to the Toronto Stock Exchange listed company, Pet Value, considering that there are more and more single females each year. Eventually, there'll be a shortage of quality immigrants into the West, and I'm predicting that the quality of life in Western Europe and North America will slip below Eastern Europe and all of China, Japan, and Korea, and all China, Japan, and Korea have to do to have the best quality of life and only intact advanced economies in the world is to not allow immigration and to play the long game. Then the center of power and prosperity will shift back to the East, where it's been for most of history. I suspect that eventually some authoritarianism and one of these eastern countries is going to take women's rights away and force them to procreate. As for women being childless, many of you will smile and think they will suffer due to isolation and loneliness. But in reality, it's men that are suffering more with an epidemic of incels out there. Men can only free themselves of it if they take the red pill and not the black one. It's sad to see the decline of our civilization and women walking away from the old social contract, but we as men must accept this and walk away too. There is no fixing this short of re-realization of the human species. And I think that most of us agree that it's better living in a city than the country, especially with all the amenities we have access to there with regards to dense urban cores. But now I'm just babbling about. I want to hear investment ideas from the rest of you guys below about how we can profit off of so many women being single and childless in only seven more short years. They're going to follow their instincts and become strong, single, empowered career women and society is going to sit by and let the fertility rates crumble. The smart money will profit from this trend instead of complaining about there not being enough ma-white babies. Anyways, that's it for today. 
Don't forget to smash the like button the way that women would rather smash through the imaginary glass ceiling instead of having men smash them these days. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, MGTOW TV, and Rumble to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized, and if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for 45 US dollars, and I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills, and remember, a red pill a day keeps the people the guilt and shame you if you try and profit off of women's newfound singledom and independence away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.